0: ar-Rahim Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alamin. Wa ala Muhammad wa 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 sallam. We begin the class on the points of benefit uh, with respect to Hajj and also ruling on that. And tonight we continue the issues about the uh, the sacrificial animal and uh, specifically the conditions for slaughtering. The first condition is that the one who slaughters must be legally qualified for slaughtering must be legally qualified for slaughtering and this means that he must be sane first must be sane so the first condition is that the one who slaughters must be legally qualified and this A should be slain, uh, sane, so that the purpose of uh, slaughtering is met. Because the insane has no purpose in that. B, that he must be a Muslim or a Jew or a Christian he must be a Muslim or a Jew or a Christian any other than that is not does not meet the condition and his slaughtering is not acceptable and it's not permissible slaughter is not permissible now concerning the evidence for the Jew and the Christian is in the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in surah al-ma'idah chapter 5 verse 5 وطعام الَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْكِتَابَ حِلٌّ لَكُمْ وطعامُهُمْ وطعامُكُمْ حِلٌّ لَهُمْ وَطَعَامُ الَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْكِتَابَ حِلٌ لَكُمْ وَطَعَامُكُمْ حِلٌ لَهُمْ Made lawful to you This They are the الطيبات, All kinds of halal foods Which Allah has made lawful The food of the people of the scripture is lawful to you And yours is lawful to them قَالَ ibn Abbas Ibn Abbas explaining this as their food Meaning ذبائحهم, Their slaughtered animals Their slaughtered animals And the Prophet Ate from the food or the meat offered to him by uh, Jews, and including the woman, the Jewish woman, (coughs) who offered him a shah, a sheep. uh, in the year of Khaybar and he ate from it and that sheep was poisoned Now the Ulama them, uh, differed as to whether it's a condition that his way of slaughtering is. Or should be the same as that of the Muslims, is this a condition or whether what they, the people of the of the book, consider as a slaughtering is a slaughtering, although it may differ from the way of the Muslims. The majority of the scholars are on the opinion that it's a must that the Kitabi, the person from the people of the book, if he slaughters, he must shed the blood, and this is one of the conditions which we will talk about, So they must let the blood flow, and this is the opinion of the majority of the scholars. And this is the correct opinion, because if this is considered a condition, as we will discuss later, for Muslims to be met, meaning Whatever causes the blood to flow, then by all means it must be required from the person, from the people of the book whom is slaughtered. <coughs> Should we, on the other hand, is it a must upon us to know? that the kitabi, the the person from the people of the book did his slaughter in this way or not? the answer, it is not a condition second also is it a must that we know that he made tasmiyyah upon slaughtering say Bismillah upon slaughtering the answer is no and the evidence for this is what is related by al-Bukhari from Aisha radiAllahu ta'ala anha that some people who were new to Islam so they asked the Prophet alayhi or some people ask the Prophet ﷺ, saying, Ya Rasulullah, O Messenger of Allah, uh, there are people who are hadithu uh, ahdim bi-kufr, just recent in kufr, meaning new in Islam, they bring us the meat. We don't know whether they mentioned the name of Allah on it or not. We don't know whether they mentioned the name of Allah on it or not. So the Prophet ﷺ said, Sammu antum أَنْتُمْ وَكُلُوا say بِسْمِ اللَّهِ and eat, meaning say Bismillah on the food now, on the food that you want to eat. Not Bismillah on the slaughter, because that's not possible. And the person is not to be asked except upon his action. And your action here is to eat and make on upon eating. So in this hadith, therefore, there is evidence that if the action is done from its people, then it is not binding upon us to ask, uh, did they do it in the correct way or not? And based upon this uh, principle, the person is not asked to be excessive in his deen and try to search on things where it is not binding upon him to search for. However, if it becomes certain to him the invalidity of the way then it is binding upon him to keep away from it. But if he is doubtful is it in the correct way or not, then we have two foundations here. First foundation is that in origin it is safe. In origin there is the issue of safety. In origin, in principle. The second foundation is Al wara. Meaning everyone if the person feels concerning its uh, condition and leaves it, then there is no harm upon him there is no harm upon him So, therefore, if we know that in origin that it was safe, or if we know in origin that it was not safe, on correct rather then the ruling is obvious the third is that if we doubt whether they were done on the the slaughter was done on the correct way or not then it is not binding upon us to ask whether the person made the tasmiyyah, the, uh, the kitabi, the person from the people of, Nook, of the book, did the tasmiyah or not. In fact, what is apparent from the hadith indicates that it is better not to ask and not to Investigate. That's why when they said to the Prophet وسلم, لا, uh, Did he mention the name of Allah or not He did not say ask them He did not say ask them Ask them whether they made tasmiyyah or not Rather he said Mention the name of Allah upon your food and eat Again, this tasmiyyah is not for the slaughtering, because the slaughtering took place already. But it is the tasmiyyah for eating, because it is uh, legalized to the person who eats to mention the name of Allah upon eating. Rather, it is obligatory according to the correct opinion otherwise if the person does not make tasmiah on his food then the shaitan will share him the food and the drink so it is to be asserted finally that if it becomes clear that this slaughter, this meat uh, comes from animals slaughtered in a way which is invalid and we are certain that this is the case then we don't eat it we don't eat it so again concerning the slaughtering of the people of the book we don't ask as to how they did it or whether they made tasmiyyah or no and the Prophet ate from the slaughtered meat of the Jews and did not ask them how did they slaughter it. And if we make binding upon Muslims to ask about the action of a doer, whether he met conditions, the uh, conditions related to his actions, and whether he uh, kept away from the impediments, then this will put a lot of hardship upon the Muslims and will be in opposition to the guidance of the Prophet and his companions so therefore the Muslim and the Kitabi if they slaughter the animal then it is halal even though we may not know whether they mentioned the name of Allah or not. Now in case we are certain That The People of the book Or the person from them who slaughters If he mentions other than the name of Allah then it is not permissible to eat from. So this is the condition B from the first conditions, and the condition C is that the person who slaughters should be At age of discrimination, not a child. Reaching the age of puberty is not a condition. Reaching the age of puberty is not a condition. We have finished now two conditions. We have finished now two conditions. The first condition is, or rather we finished one one condition, in addition to the issue of tasmiyyah, in the addition of the issue of tasmiyyah, of naming the name of Allah on the slaughtered animal. The tasmiyyah, we need to elaborate more on it, Some of the ulama mentioned that the tasmiyyah is a sunnah. And the other opinion is that the is a condition, however, It's lifted due to forgetfulness Such that if the person forgets the tasmiyyah Then his zabiha, his slaughtered animal is halal This is the second opinion And the third opinion It is a condition Which is not lifted Due to forgetfulness and this is in light of the saying of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala: "وَلَا تَأْكُلُ مِمَّا لَمْ يُذْكَرْ إسْمُ الله عليه. in Surah Al-An'am, six one twenty one. ولا تأكل Mimma لَمْ يُذْكَرْ إسْمُ اللَّهِ عليه. And eat not of that meat Of which Allah's name has not been pronounced At the time of slaughtering the animal And also because of the hadith Of the Prophet Where he said Whatever causes blood to flow And eat the animal of the name of Allah has been mentioned, if the name of Allah has been mentioned, on slaughtering them. And there is no exception in this, for the one who is ignorant, or, who was forgetful. Just like if the person, forgets to let the blood flow, then his dhabiha the is not permissible. And so with the tesmiyah. And there is no difference between the condition of shedding the blood, letting it flow, and the condition of tesmiyah In the same hadith, both of them came And this is the condition that the opinion that it is a condition is the choice of Shaykh al Islam ibn Taymiyyah, rahimahullah, and it is the correct opinion, and it applies on the slaughtered animal and the aside the killing of the game and that it's not lifted is due to forgetfulness and ignorance this is the opinion which is supported by the two delils mentioned earlier So, the third condition now, this brings the third condition, is that it must be slaughtered with that which causes the blood to flow. And this is the sharp so if he Suffocates the animal, then it's not permissible. But the tool must be able to cause the blood to flow. Excluded from this is, are two things. Excluded from the things, two tools whereby the slaughtering is not permissible. These were mentioned in the hadith itself Where the Prophet ﷺ said Use whatever causes blood to flow And eat the animals If the name of Allah has been mentioned On slaughtering them أما masinnu As to the teeth Then it's not permissible Because the teeth are bones The teeth are bones so they cannot be proper. الظِّفْرُ فَمُدِيُّ And the fingernails are the tools used by the Ethiopians whom we should not imitate because of their, them being Kafirs. This hadith is an agreed upon hadith. So two things are here excluded. the bones because it is either filthy and the filthy cannot be used for slaughtering or the bones are pure and the slaughtering with them renders them filthy by the blood and this gushing blood is najis filthy and therefore leads to make the bones filthy and this will harm the jinn will harm the jinn because when the jinn came to the Prophet والسلام, he told them as to their food every bone upon which the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has been mentioned, you will find it most abundant with meat, covered with meat. As to the fingernails, as tools, because of the usage by the Ethiopians, this does not indicate that all of the tools of the Ethiopians are such that that they cannot be used for slaughtering but rather because the Ethiopians used to let them grow and they would use them as kind of knives, so the Prophet ﷺ forbade that and also because letting them grow in these ways is in opposition to the fitrah and resembles the animals. So now we know that a tool must be used, the correct tool, and also the next condition is that the tool should cause the blood to flow. There should be flowing of blood upon slaughtering, because if that remains in the animal, it becomes filthy, because this blood, the shed blood is filthy, and because Causing this to come out and gushing is by cutting the jugular veins. By cutting the jugular veins. And it's not a condition to cut the throat and the esophocus. It is not a condition to cut the throat and the esophocus. Because this did not come in the book of Allah nor in the sunnah. The fifth condition is that it should be intended solely for Allah and none and not to other than Allah. It must be solely intended for Allah, not as a means of nearness to other than Allah. Allah Ta'ala in Surah Al-Ma'idah chapter 5 verse 3 حُرِّمَتْ عَلَيْكُمُ الْمَيْتَةُ وَالدَّمُ لَحْمُ الْخِنْزِيرِ وَمَا أُهِلَّ لِغَيْرِ اللَّهِ بِهِ وَالْمُنْخَنِقَةُ وَالْمَوْقُوذَةُ وَالْمُتَرَدِّيَةُ وَالنَّطِيحَةُ وَمَا أَكَلَ السَّبْعُ إِلَّا مَا ذَكَّيْتُمْ وَمَا ذُبِحَ عَلَى النُّصُبِ SO THE INTENTION SHOULD NOT BE TO OTHER THAN ALLAH THE INTENTION MUST NOT BE TO OTHER THAN ALLAH Forbidden to you are the (coughs) almayta, the flesh of swine, and the meat of that which has been slaughtered as a sacrifice for others than Allah. For others than Allah. This is the thing that this must not be the case. This is forbidden. It's forbidden, therefore, from two angles that this slaughter is intended for other than Allah. And since the person did it for that purpose, then he becomes a mushrik, then he becomes a mushrik, and the mushrik, his animal sacrifice is not permissible. So now, now let us summarize. Therefore, the conditions as follows: Number one, first condition, and يكون المذكي من أهل The person slaughtering must be from those who are legally acceptable to slaughter. Under this falls three. Subconditions conditions that he must be sane, that he must be a Muslim or a Jew or a Christian with the details we discussed earlier, and that he must be at an age of discrimination. The second condition, the second condition, that he intends the slaughter, If he doesn't intend it as a slaughter, like for example if he, if a person uh, throws a knife at an animal and it uh, cuts its throat and kills it, and he didn't intend to kill it, so this animal is not halal, is not halal. The third condition, that it must be slaughtered with a tool that causes the blood to flow. And the fourth condition is that the blood must flow. And the fifth condition is the tasmiya. The fifth condition is the tasmiya. This brings the conclusion to the conditions pretraining to the account to the slaughter to the slaughtering wallahu ta'ala a'la wa alim wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam